Chunky Coyote is fortunate enough to be recorded on what is colonially known as Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The original lands of the Haudenosaunee, the Anishinaabe, the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, and the Huron-Wendat, and founded on the Dish with One Spoon Treaty. We do not support colonial forces that seek to further traumatize and erase the original caretakers of this land. To learn what land you're on, go to native-land.ca. Hi lovers, welcome to Chunky Coyote, the couple's podcast, but not. My name's Caroline, and I think I need to meditate more. My name's Sierra, and magic is real. My name's Riz. I'm not available to give you everything. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like that. We love that. Okay. Yeah. So, welcome back, everybody. Um, today, it's a favorite time. We have a guest. We have a guest. This is Riz. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, so we can just start with like, who are you? Who are you? What What are you you doing here? The worst question of all time. No Uh, pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me everything about you right now. (laughs) Um, okay, my name is Riz. I am a tarot reader, magic um, person, energy healer. Um, I also work in the wine industry. Yes. <laughs> my pronouns are they, them. I identify as a trans non-binary person. Um, yeah, and... Um. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the Sparknotes version. It. <laughs> um, I feel like so, like me. I feel like we haven't really connected, but like the time that I first kind of knew about your presence was because Sierra was like this person that I saw is super cool, and they're doing a moon ritual, and we love the moon, and we love rituals, and we're dirty little scorps who like mystery and magic. Yeah, and so we went to the moon ritual, and it was like just the best experience ever. Yeah, it was also the last outing that we had um, before like the pandemic started. Yeah, like that ritual, that event's called Moon Swoon, and it happened on a Monday, and I think like the world stopped on Friday. Yeah, yeah, like really overwhelming to be like how did we just have this really magical moment and like I also was worried you know about having that many people in a small space and then like everything was so scary but I'm also so grateful it happened it was also my last outing and like I put Mm. my heart and soul into that event and to be able to like have it and I didn't have to cancel it and it was kind of this like really beautiful moment before the world ended feels kind of important to me and hoping to do a second well I'm hoping to do them like until I can't anymore um but I think it will be really cool to do the second one when we're allowed to be back together as this like it came in this perfect moment before we weren't able to like touch people and go outside and experience community and then to bring it back in this sense of like the world is opening back up we can 
we can touch each other (laughs) be in the same room we can be like like I want I have a fantasy of doing it outside but I also is I just want to be inside so badly with people I'm like oh just let's just cram in like to be near you I want to feel your sweat on me I want to be like pushed out of the way like just come near my body in a very like non-sexual way. <laughs> just like literally I just want to touch you <laughs> yeah. I want to be near people I want to be in community which is such a part of magic right like that is why I think it's so beautiful when you do these group group events especially people who maybe don't practice ritual or do but don't know where to start or mm-hmm. you know you have people who are like really into it it's like it's like such a cool experience to bring all those people together in this like-mindedness and everyone just is there for the same kind of purpose I love that you know yeah Yeah. you don't get that when you go to just a regular event it's like everyone is literally here to connect to some to connect to something bigger than them yeah connect to magic to ritual and then yeah and then you just do this like really (laughs) weird (laughs) thing together and it was literally the most magical night of my life like I didn't sleep for two days I was vibing (laughs) just like over over excited over stimulated but like in a really nice way Uh, yeah. anyways, I went on a tangent. <laughs> we love them. That's what it's that's for. What that's for. what this place is for. <laughs> but I definitely like I agree in like that the energy, I feel like it's so rare for myself to go to events like this that felt so um intimate in a group of people that I like didn't know anyone there except for Sierra and then we we know Ness and we were like surprised to see them there like doing photography and we we're like oh mm-hmm. hey and Simone. oh and Simone went yeah. with us as well but like the majority of the people there I was like I don't know anybody but this is really cool and exciting because like finding your finding yourself in a space or a community of something that you are like and and also I'm like not an expert at all in any sort of like ritual or like spirituality in that way um I just think it's really cool so being able to show up and be like look at all these other cool people that are doing this thing that like I'm trying to look like be more connected to and uh yeah it's just really cool when you find yourself in a place full of people you don't know but still like can feel connected and like um yeah like safe (laughs) yeah yeah and it is intimate like ritual is very intimate like I have been practicing ritual like I think like since I could (laughs) like everything I do is a ritual and I really believe you even people who think they don't do ritual do do ritual every single day you know I really believe in everyday magic and and creating your own rituals for healing and that doesn't have to be like lighting an altar and doing your intentions it can be like cooking yourself a nice meal it can be running yourself a bath it can be having a nap it can be dusting it can be anything right it's just for me a process of 
moving forward of letting go of manifestation and yeah I I, I kind of started magic that way to be like I'm such a I have so much Virgo energy <laughs> even though I'm not a Virgo but I have Virgo like Venus and Mars and I just tend to really resonate with Virgo things which is like such a ritual sign and just like even the way I make my coffee in the morning, to like, you know, the way I tend to my garden, to like the way I walk the dogs, like that's all a part of my everyday ritual. But then also wanted access to do more kind of intentional ritual with moon cycles, with heartache, with abundance, and then and then realizing how much that had shifted everything for me and really brought me the blessings I have in my life and got me through the hard times in my life that I was like, I just want to share this <laughs> with other people. And whether you, you know, take it on of like, I want to know more about that and continue my own work or like what an amazing night or like, you know what? I don't really get it, but I enjoyed the wine. <laughs> it's all good. You know, it's, it's like really, I like, I'm like a very kind of self-taught person in everything I do. And I <clears throat> don't claim to know everything. I'm still learning all the time. I have mentors. I have people I look to. I have certain authors and you know, that's kind of the cool part too, is like, it's like a living document, you know, there's never an end. It's like, I think from the outside, people see you on Instagram and they kind of see your, your profile and they're just like, oh, you know, <laughs> and you have it all figured out. It's like, no, I'm still trying to like, you know, deepen my own practice and share, share space with people you know, now I have this like little micro event that kind of came out of not being able to do moon swoon, mm -hmm. um, which is like, just like a really, really, really intimate um, space for, for me and people to talk. That's not so one-sided. Like, you know, when you do a tarot reading, you absorb that person's energy so full on and it's very one-sided, which I'm totally cool with, but it was, it's been really nice to have this Sunday service, like sit down, do a tarot reading with someone, but then we hang out. Like that's never happened in my work, <laughs> which is also why I liked moon swim because it's like you did the virtual, but then I like hung out with people that like, I see people liking my stuff and I see the same faces and and then to be like, oh my God, tell me about you. <laughs> or like, here's a little bit about me. That's not like your deepest, darkest secrets. It's also like, tell me about who you're dating. Oh my God, tell me what like fun things are going on in your life. It just, it takes the pressure off of being this person on a pedestal and just actually like having a very human, <laughs> two-way nice time together but it's still revolved around tarot it's still around magic and ritual and kind of indulgence which is also 
really my thing. (laughs) I can mix like tarot and magic and indulgence into one thing. That's kind of like what I'm trying really hard to do with this whole um, kind of magic wine tarot events. Magic wine. Magic wine. (laughs) I feel like it just like that goes, it does go so perfectly when I think of like, I don't know, like the gods having parties and it's all like very magical but it's like the wine flowed you know like there's there's always some sort of like like um sensuous like indulgence and like food and wine and company and like even what you were saying about like touch and everything like those things are it's they kind of um intermingle a lot of the time which is like so it's so juicy Like, (laughs) like of course like I would feel like so many people are drawn to spaces like that because they just like feel good. Like they're rooted in like things that feel good, but also sometimes, you know, things that are hard can come up as well because there's like a certain level of intimacy, which is, it's kind of nice that there's like um, a space that is, feels very positive and like pleasurable, but also there is space for you to like deal with things that perhaps are like really hard or that you wouldn't have wanted to look at if you weren't feeling like, so good beforehand mm. um, my brain has so many things well, in it I like can't even <laughs> yeah, right yeah, I'm also like the fact that we talk about indulgence and abundance and like feeding ourselves literally and spiritually and all of those things like um and like you're saying they they seem so enticing to people I'm also like recognizing we talk about like the scarcity mindset that is like constantly placed on people through like you know capitalism um just like it's individualism like the 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 weird distance that I struggle with sometimes of like community versus like self-preservation and like trying to find a balance between like a realistic perspective of understanding that like I don't necessarily have a lot but I also do have a lot and just like the the natural like um what's the word um you know how we feel like humans are everything like like we contradict each other (laughs) everything like just like the constant contradiction of life and so like I feel frequently bombarded with like the idea of scarcity Mm -hmm. and so to be able to feed this idea of the fact that there is abundance in life and that like there is this like huge part of like indulgence that's important to like acknowledge at the same time yeah I think that's my favorite thing about like magic and tarot and like horoscopes and all of these things is that they just like can feel like they're connecting you to like universe and something that is like bigger than you are but in a way that is like deeply natural like something like I was raised I went to like Catholic school and like went to church as a kid and there was always something obviously like very oppressive about those spaces um even like before I could really put my finger on it I was just like this does not feel like natural to me even though when I would like ask my like grandmother about it um she'd be talking a lot about like you know it's like something bigger than you it's understanding that there's like something outside of yourself and I'm like I that resonates with me that idea resonates with me but like this space I don't think is like is that and I feel like 
um, tarot and magic and all of those things feels very like th these are energies that were already here and we're just sort of that and that are already we are already a part of and we're just sort of like putting our arms out and like holding them in our hands and being like oh yes what a nice of universe that I could try on and be like mm -hmm, that's a nice I don't know I don't know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah yes I don't know there's something oh, yeah. really exciting <laughs> to me about that and I I feel like moon swoon was such like an exciting um event because I was like I feel I have always wanted to be a part of like magic rituals those sorts of things but found them like I just like didn't know where to start I felt like super overwhelmed because I'm like what I just can't like you know walk into any old store and be like a tarot deck please I just felt like it's I don't uh, uh. um you and it, could if you I want. guess I could <laughs> You're like, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like it was a nice, like, dip of the toe mm -hmm. into a world of like ritual and just like seeing how other people do it and maybe being like, oh, okay, yeah, this feels like, oh, okay, cool. We're incorporating like some soil. Mm -hmm. Amazing. We're incorporating, oh, the element. Yeah, like just like getting getting some uh, a greater understanding but like in a space that felt like it's not just like me on my own being like eh, is that, uh, and we uh, got to take things away from it as well yeah. like after this ritual like taking away um the fear of the paper that we wrote up wrote wrote and then like months later during the pandemic Sierra was like oh I'm like finally burning my thing and I was like oh my gosh mine's been like hidden in my drawer and I was like had to double check like what I wrote and I was like do I like had no, to really reflect yet. I was like it's not time um so like being able to like be in this space that's cultivated for you when you there's the fear of not knowing where to start but then also being able to then take something away and be responsible for it was really cool yeah um but I'm wondering like what was your like the catalyst or like the starting point for you or like when how did you begin all of this and I know you've been doing card of the day for like years <clears throat> like when did I begin and why <laughs> is there a moment that sticks out to you that's like why you started I know it's probably very far back in the mems yeah like I think like it started like when I was very little like feeling like it, my parents used to like I'd creep them out because I, I could see spirits and like talk to them and I feel like my bedroom was haunted in a very kind of scary way. And I used to always sneak into my parents' bed or my brother's bed and be like, there's someone in there. <laughs> and then my dad one day was like, okay, you know what? You sleep with your mom and I'm going to sleep in here and I'm going to show you that there's nothing to be scared of. And my dad is also like identifies as a witch and like, is very spiritual so it's not like like I wasn't creeping them out because they didn't believe me they were just like oh there's spirits here okay yeah. <laughs> um and then my dad moved me out of that room the next wow. day was like you're absolutely never going in there again like was just like 
I hear you loud and clear, you know, but we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out together. We're gonna be safe. And wow, we had people come to the house and do clearings and like, you know, I kind of grew up like, with a dad who is really out there and it makes me laugh because now I'm like, Oh my God, I'm you. (laughs) (laughs) I used to sleep with healing stones on me and we had a meditation room and you know, he wasn't so much into like, like he was like, like he wasn't that into tarot, but he read runes and like is very into like something bigger than you. You know, and my parents weren't religious and actually like kind of anti-religious. And I, I went to every church when I was like 13. I was like, I know that there's something I have to connect to. And I just like, couldn't, I couldn't, I, I also didn't feel like good in those spaces, but I felt good connecting to the idea of there being many gods or spirits or deities or otherness you know it was like there's definitely something other that I know to be true and because I've just had a lot of life experience with miracles and and also with trauma Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and I think when you go through things that are really hard and you come out the other side feeling more connected to yourself and stronger, you do believe in things outside yourself. You know, I don't like to look at things like, why did this happen to me? I like to look at things like, I know who I am now. I'm thankful I've had these experiences. I can grow and change and shift from the hand I was dealt, you know? I think being a young queer kid who felt really different and had experienced a lot of abuse I I really sought out magic and I sought out ways to feel connected to my body and ways to feel safe and to have hope (laughs) and to feel like I had some sort of investment in my future and what I was going to create with my life and then actually like you know it wasn't until recently and I I like I made a post about it because I was so shook that like for so long you know this 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 mindset has been changing where I really felt like I could only create beautiful things if I suffered And I really just believed I was meant to be one of those people that just had to feel things so horribly, (laughs) you know, like I started being, I started investing in tarot 10 years ago because I went through a really bad breakup. And now I'm so thankful to that person because it's like, this is my life now. It's like really amazing, but I was so fucked up and like so upset and I really felt like my life was over and I was like, I just need to like invest my energy into something other. (laughs) And I loved, I loved reading tarot. Like I've been reading since high school, but like not, you know, just for friends and for myself. And, and then I found this mentor in Toronto and I studied under her for two years and everything I did was tarot. I just like ate, (laughs) like slept 
<laughs> breathes tarot. Every friend, I was like, oh, you're getting a reading. Like I was just fucking ripping cards every day, like reading books. Like I have binders and binders and binders of tarot. And my teacher was so funny. She was like this like really straight laced, like business suit, like in her 60s like norm core <laughs> and I was like obsessed with her and she was like shocked when I started reading professionally she was like because I was so depressed and anxious when I was learning and she was like I just really thought you didn't like it and then it's like so funny to be where I am now and she was like what the hell is going on um but like all of like Moon Swoon came out of another breakup. You know, it seems to be every time I break up, Sesame <laughs> Service came out of a breakup. It's like, and I had been like telling one of my oldest friends, I was like, yeah, like it's really like, maybe I'm just supposed to have a broken heart because then I create, like that's when I do my best creating and, and I feel really inspired. And then she was like, no, it's because for the first time you're not putting your energy <laughs> into another person and you're redirecting back to yourself. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like that had never crossed my mind, you yeah, know? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning. Like I'm a person who will just like give and give and give and give and rarely stops <laughs> doing that. <laughs> And, you know, I'm in my late thirties and just being like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I want to invest in myself. I want to invest in others in a way that isn't taking away from my own investment. Yeah. And still believe that I can create really magical, beautiful things in my career, in my life. And it's hard when you have a career that is also you, <laughs> you know, like I you know it. Yeah. <laughs> I love performers over here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, HST number for my body, my literal body. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. But I definitely can like totally hear the like being creative out of trauma, especially like any creative, any artist, like you said, like we draw from experiences we you know the things we're connected to the amount of like art pieces that I've created that I was like this healed me and then I was like I can't it's beautiful but it's also like I can't keep doing this doing this like I can't keep expecting to like like stretch myself thin to create a piece that I then say heals me because I find validation from the people that um see it mm -hmm. you know and then I can't feel like I'm a failure when I don't have trauma to create from. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly. That is like exactly what has been yeah. at the forefront of my mind. Like, you know, I felt like this year, I was saying this to someone who was here, I was giving a reading for on Sunday and like, I was just like, yeah, like I felt like so much failure this year. It's like, I kept putting out all these things I thought would land and they just weren't landing, you know, just like my sales were down, my readings were down, like 
started new projects, nothing was working. I was just like, oh my God, like maybe my time is up. Like <laughs> maybe my time limit has come and I'm just a failure and oh. I'll never do anything amazing again. And it's yeah. just like, it's just like so easy to get wrapped into that bullshit. And then it's like, yeah. you know, something like, like I do identify as being an artist and I'm like, you're not, everything you produce isn't gonna be. <laughs> amazing or a hundred percent or like things you think people will like maybe they they're not into it this year or whatever and yeah and not investing so much worth into being productive and you know creating the most amazing epic experience or thing yeah and then also just like in in lockdown like it's hard because failures feel or felt so much bigger because there's not anything else really going on and you have so much time to think it's like you know things that weren't working out felt really intense and also things that were working out felt really intense like the like joy and the the pain were like I was like I just need a sec you know like I can't keep just like spontaneously crying every day like I need a minute to like adjust yeah Like we've talked about this a lot that like um people treating me badly because of my race racism um yeah, what it's called is what it's called is the word uh officially um <laughs> racism is like not something that I'm like oh yay thank you so much for that like oh wow or not something that I would like wish on other people but what I am deeply grateful for is the way that I now get to like look at the world and interact with it and understand like um how important it is for me to like treat people with kindness like you know make sure that people feel like heard and seen and understand that like the flesh sack is um just like a very small portion of like who they are and what makes them interesting and what makes them like valuable and all of those things. But it is so hard not to sit in like, not to place your entire, the entirety of your identity on hardship and trauma. Right. Yes. Because I don't know, there's part of you that it's like, well, I, at least like it was worth it, I suppose, as a way that your brain tries to like work through it. Um, but also being like, well, it did, it did teach you a lot of things. And I think in a lot of ways, like can make you uh, a more like conscious connected to other human beings uh, person, which is, you know, never a bad thing. But we talk about this all the time. You're like, when you see those people that you're like you, and, and also this is an assumption and a, a like projection on to people as well. But like, when you see people that you perceive to have not experienced like a certain amount of trauma and you're like, you feel so disconnected or it feels like you, like, you're like, how do you not, how are you so not self-aware or like, how are you not aware of like the way that you interact with people or the way that you walk through the world? And you're like, oh, is like or are we just like 
hyper aware, which is why we're like super anxious and like stressed all the time. But then you're also like, I'm also so anxious and stressed all the time because I'm trying to reduce harm every day in my life. Yeah. Um, which is wild. And then I guess this, it's funny how we've gotten to this point in the conversation because clearly what you're talking about is like your spirituality and magic and the way that you like connect with this in your life is like, yeah, obviously coming from yourself, which like comes from our traumas and comes from our like place of trying to find healing and solace and like comforting. Uh, Well, yeah, like it, I started it as like, when I really got serious, it was because I was so, so so sad like suicidal like my life is literally over I have nothing left I cannot take being alive and I really think tarot saved my life like I don't think I would be here and and yeah I was like finding it really interesting what you're saying Sierra because yeah it's not like I'm like yes trauma or like yes capitalism or you know racism like it's like I don't want that for anyone it's it's like but there is like you know yeah I was like more connecting in the way you were saying of like it's not that I'm I'm happy I was abused or anything like that but I'm also like I can't change it's like things you can't change you know you can go back and change it you can't really fix it either or do something different so you just have to be like yeah like what do I want to put out now from Mm -hmm. the experiences like how do I want to be in the world I want to be someone who's kind I want to be someone who reduces harm I want to be someone who's self-aware as much as you know that's always an ongoing like it's always an ongoing thing right like reducing harm, ongoing, learning every day, like, you know, self-awareness. It's like, I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm so self-aware. And it's like, wait, what? Like, wait, what? Like, this is like what you're telling me all my blind spots because you've known me for 30 years. Oh shit. Like, it's just an ongoing journey. And I just, I also choose to not sit like I sit when I need to sit in my feelings and then I choose to be like what am I going to do about it like yeah I'm going to put my energy into helping others into creating space that feels like you can be yourself (laughs) to be like connected to others to build community to like that's how I feel healed like that's how I kind of move through the world and I'm just kind of figuring out also how to create that space for myself in a really intentional way Mm -hmm. that isn't about that it's like you know these things like boundaries are really oh man man. (laughs) about boundaries (laughs) um I think something that I've like so many I'm like oh gosh okay (laughs) One of the things is like um, in the last like year or so, I think myself for sure, but I think a lot of people have really been interested in like, well, I don't know about a lot of people. I can speak for myself (laughs) and I've been really interested in healing my relationship to activism because I think in the same way that you were saying, like um, 
you just like can give and give and give and put so much of yourself and your energy, whether it be in like a partnership or just like generally like through tarot um, and how that can be like great for other people, but can a lot of the time be like very harmful for yourself and therefore like not super sustainable. I tend to feel that way a lot about like activism. Like it's, it's um, something that like, I think a lot of people want to participate in, but finding a way that is like authentic to yourself um, so that it is sustainable so that you can continue to like give, but also be like caring for yourself is like a very difficult thing to do. Um, And I am wondering if you have like any tips of like beginning rituals for yourself or like things to like look out for so that you can I don't know just like begin to build a practice like for anyone who's also like listening like ways that you can begin to build a practice of like creating rituals for yourself whether it's just like generally or you know for when you're feeling like sad or when you're feeling really run down when you're feeling I don't know any of the things because I think it's something I'm creating rituals so that when I'm like feeling completely out of control especially when I'm very anxious or like really busy as well like when we're working a lot I feel like the rituals are like first thing to go and mostly mostly because there's not like a super strong foundation there of like things that I am participating in consciously um to like have them not be the first thing to go yeah I mean yeah like I I totally get that if you're not like putting like I put ritual in in a practice in my everyday life and Mm -hmm. that's not always doing a huge thing but I do I, I also find like meditation to be a really good place to start you know because it's about tapping into your breath it's about tapping into your intuition and and clearing your mind really from all the anxiety and the clutter and the like yeah like the busyness it's all I I don't know what your lockdown was like but for me it was like I being busy right now is is really hard I'm like really not adjusting well (laughs) to like all of a sudden having you know working six days a week and being like wait wait like um anyways I I think if you don't have any time to do anything if you can sit for 10 minutes light a candle light some incense and just focus on your breathing you've done like that like I think people think it's more complicated than it is like I think that they're like I think there's this notion that you have to like know everything and you have to be this like all-knowing witch and it's just not the case like or at least not the way I practice magic maybe some people believe that you know and there's different types of magic like mine is very like I did learn a lot of ritual magic from like a Wiccan (laughs) priestess um that I was really lucky to randomly meet in my life um and but a lot of it I learned from reading books and just my own intuition right like and so that's why I really think meditation is great because it it develops you a, a trusting relationship with your body right it's like I'm trusting my intuition I'm letting my thoughts pass I'm I'm an observer of my own mind 
and I'm at ease. And for me, ritual is like the feeling when, when you're at ease, like it makes my heart slow down. It makes me like be super present. It's like, and that's why I love reading tarot because it's like, it's like the most present moment I could ever experience with somebody else. Like I'm, I'm not thinking about what, what time it is or what I'm gonna have for dinner or what I didn't do today. I'm literally with you and I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, until you're done. And then I'm with the next person, you know, like, <laughs> but if you want to do something more fun uh, or more involved, I think they're all fun. Yeah. You no, know, you can do like, I did a big version of a very simple altar, which is having all four elements. Right. And so the elements, you can use any symbol you want, but it's like, you need water, you need air, you need fire, and you need earth, right? So, and I put them in the four directions. And so I have four candles, and then I use a little bit of water in the west, and I use a little bit of air in the east. I use, I use like for fire, I use like a little pocket knife or something red um, or something. It can be anything that symbolizes fire to you, you know? <laughs> And then in the north, I put a little bit of salt or a little bit of earth. And that's what I do. And like, that's the most basic kind of simple altar you can do. And you have four candles. I invite all of the elements and the, the directions in and ask them to guide and protect me. And then I just sit. I sit and I look at it. I journal. I think about what's coming up in my life. And then I, I always, for every ritual, I do this for Sunday service. I do this for moon swoon. I do this when I run my own, I have my own moon group that I've been working with for seven years. <laughs> um, I always, at the end, I write out on a little piece of paper what I wanna manifest. And then I burn it and I think about it and I watch the smoke. And then I write out what I want to let go of. And it's like, it's like, that's it. You know, I burn that paper. I let things go. And it's good to like, you know, pay attention to what's going on with the moon, but you don't have to, you know, like I like to do ritual on a new moon. That's like really kind of the brainstorming session. <laughs> like, what do I want to start thinking about? And then during the full moon, I do more of an action. Like this is what I'm going to do, you know, if it's waxing or waning, but like, these are all, these are all things that like, you don't have to know, but if you wanted something fun, <laughs> which I'm feeling you do, <laughs> you know, there's a person on the internet that, um, her name is Sarah Faith Gottesdiener, something. I'm not doing it any justice, but it's Gottes on Instagram. She used to write these books called Many Moons. And that's how I really got super excited. But she's all about kind of self-made magic that like you can create. Like the, the beautiful thing is like, I write rituals for people that's part of my job. Like people pay me to write them a ritual for a new home or a wedding or you know, a, a death or whatever. And it's like, I take, I do take like the basic knowledge I have, but it's also about how do you feel? Like, I, I always invite people to like, get like excited about your ritual. Like, 
I love, I love seeing what people can create. Like, I think if you put intention into something and you want to, to do that, then do it. <laughs> like, you don't have to have me tell you to jump over a candle three times. <laughs> you can just do that if you want, you know, you could light a bunch of, like, I do believe a lot in candle magic. Like, I think fire is really healing. I think, I think like no one has sat around a fire and hasn't like zoned out staring into it. Like it's just part of our human nature. I love lighting candles and zoning out and kind of thinking about my life or what I'm trying to invest in. But you can also like play around. You can go into the forest. You can light candles. You can light incense. Like you journaling is like really um, a good way to to do this, but there's also so much access on the internet. Like Gottes has a, a newsletter that sends you a ritual. You know, I do rituals on my Patreon. Like Kate Foley does rituals all the time on Instagram. Like there's people out there that can at least get you an idea, <laughs> you know, of like, oh, that's kind of, and then you like go back and you're like, oh, I liked this about this one, this about that one. I'm gonna kind of create my own thing but it's it's like what I tell people who come to my moon group it's like the best thing you can do for yourself and this goes back to boundary work and to be busy and you know even to activism is like spend an hour <laughs> like rituals usually take an hour spend an hour with yourself thinking about what you want to bring into your life thinking about what's no longer serving you if you light a candle and some incense while you're spending that hour with yourself, like I have people that come that are so, like, so not into these things, but then they come, they're like, what I'm getting out of it is that I'm spending an hour thinking about myself. Yeah. We're so busy thinking about everyone else, what you got to do and like not being present. It's like, I'm literally just going to spend this time. I'm going to stare at the moon. <laughs> I'm going to write about what I want. I'm going to write about what I don't want. Like, that's the key. You know, it's like focusing on yourself, shifting energy to yourself. Like we're, we're so taught to not do that. It's like, you're like, you're like not a good person if you do that in some cases. And it's like, how, like how else can you feel energized to do the work you want to do? Like you want to be active in activism. If you want to be a performer, <laughs> if you like want to do podcasts and work and do all your other projects, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, so I'm going to invest. It's a new moon, like in two days, I'm going to spend an hour I'm either going to find something on the internet or I'm going to just sit there and think about, wow, what's coming up for me? What would I like to be in my life? What's mm -hmm. feeling like it's like kind of not really working for me anymore. How would I, how would I go about letting go of that? Like, that's it. <laughs> I'm yeah. wondering, I feel like you've got, you kind of touched on it in the end of what you were saying there but I'm wondering if you can expand more on your thoughts about why people have resistance or hesitation to engage or like I feel like it's so common for like certain people to be like oh you believe in that stuff or like that's just not true you know like that's ridiculous like that's so stupid and I'm like I'm not even about to tell you that I am like I'm not about to tell people that I like 
think it's like real or whatever. Like that's not even part of the conversation to me. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's not, I don't, I mean, this is obviously how I feel about it. I'm like, all I know is it makes an impact on a lot of people. And like you said, it's like connecting to yourself, being with yourself for an hour, like finding intention and things that like make you feel good. And like, if, if, if like spirituality and like ghosts and moons and tarot and stuff is like too much for people to handle. I'm just wondering what you think about like people's resistance or hesitation to like, just- Oh yeah, I've definitely had, uh, you know, like in my early hustle, like I was at every bar in Toronto slinging cards, like every pop-up, like festivals and like, I would never do that again because you get people like that and mostly uh, cis men. Yeah. (laughs) Men usually (laughs) Um, being like, prove it to me. Like if, like, if you can prove it to me, I'll pay you. Like I've literally been like, no, like, bye. Like, I think I honestly just don't care. Like I really don't. Like I'm like, I'm like, you do you, boo, if that's working for you, if you're happy, like, if your life is fulfilled, that's great. I'm so happy for you. I don't need you to, to like, tell me what's going to work for me. Or invalidate the things that I'm experiencing success with. I really don't care, like, at all. (laughs) I'm, like, surprised, actually, at how much I don't care. I'm like, I I don't, I'm not here to prove anything to anyone. I'm not here to, you know, make you believe though either. And like, I think, I think it's like, yeah, it's like, it's out there. Like I get, you don't think a deck of cards is going to tell you your future. Like, that's cool. (laughs) I don't think you should have believed me. But what I know to be true is that it has worked for everyone that I read for and it works for me and I'm kind of like that with everything I'm like I I'm gonna do me you do you if we can connect great but what I don't tolerate is people who are rude um or who uh yeah rudeness like when they're like why would you do that that doesn't make any sense like are you a scammer or whatever? <laughs> like, I'm just like, I would never come to you and be like, oh, why are you a doctor? Why would you do that? Or why are you working in a restaurant? Like, I would just never invalidate someone's livelihood or their job. And uh, so I just think it's really weird how people feel really entitled when you have a job that's maybe a little bit out of the norm or a little bit out of the box um, that they feel like they can just tell you that and you're like wait like I don't I don't think I actually asked for your opinion do I even know you like (laughs) yeah Yeah. like we don't do that with anyone else and I I do I do you know feel it mostly comes from male energy um I I actually get really nervous if a man books with me like I'm like oh my god this is like (laughs) I like get like oh this is gonna be okay and I know that's not great either and I'm really working on that but because I've met so many lovely men who come to me who are regulars we have a really nice connection with but I think when you add alcohol and a bar and you see a tarot reader and you see someone who 
doesn't quite fit into a box either. It's like, I can't hit on you. <laughs> and I don't really know what this is about. I'm just gonna like make you feel like shit. You're like, whatever. Yeah. 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 And like, I have friends too who, who are not into magic things or my, my biggest fans, my biggest supporters. But like, I think, you know, the interesting thing is talking to them about how things resonate for them. Right. Cause they're like, yeah. they're not in this world. They're not excited about, I'd be like, Oh, I got this new <laughs> today. Like they don't care. Yeah. But they say the thing that they love is that it gives them time to reflect on their own shit and to be like, oh, I'm spending time just focusing on, on my goals and like focusing yeah. on what I don't want in my life. And it's also like really soothing to have someone do a meditation for you or to write about yourself or to like lay on the floor and have candles flickering. Like it's very like, I love the, the actual romance of it all. <laughs> It's yeah. so romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's no. the most romantic thing ever. It's yeah. so romantic. And I love romance. And I love romancing myself too. It's like, oh, I'm just going to like dim my lights, light some candles, get some flowers out, light some incense. And I'm just going to like, you know, be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> I feel like because I asked I kind of asked you in a weird indirect way to like validate what you do um which is like also not what I meant but I do think it's interesting because even like I feel like the direct um uh like like what you say the like cis men that are like really opposed to this thing that that's like what comes to mind for me as well but I'm even like reflecting on myself and being like what has prevented me from creating consistency and ritual in my life? You know, mm -hmm. what is that thing that is, feels like it's in the way or like feels like journaling is difficult? Is it because like journaling just isn't the, the way for me? Is there something else that I need to, that will work better for me? Is it just like, you know, a moment of trying to discover that thing that like feels more sustainable? Um, you know, just like that journey of, of why, why our ritual is not sticking. Like what, you know what I mean? Um, well, I think it's also, I'm saying it in such a like romantic, indulgent way, but it's like, it's like, it probably wasn't always that way for me, you know, like <laughs> I'm trying to think, think, cause I'm like, I think it's also really uncomfortable to sit in your own feelings and like you know I couldn't meditate for years I tried every day I was just like I was just like I can't be with these thoughts like no I'm gonna go distract myself and now I find it to be like the most like liberating thing I've done for myself but I think um and the thing is with, like that's the beauty of magic you don't there is no one way if journaling doesn't work for you do something else like yeah. only, and like but be your own creator about it you know like what do you what does like I, I feel like you would like people know themselves enough to be like actually I don't like those things but I do like these things how can I incorporate that yeah but I always think there's a block like we've been conditioned to have these blocks to like yeah. not focus on ourselves to not yeah. think about what we want to settle for less to like 
to just like suffer <laughs> through it. Absolutely. And so, yeah, it's uncomfortable to be like, oh, now I, well, there's this pressure. And okay, I got to think about what I want. Like, that's so hard for people. It's also hard to be like, I deserve better. I'm going to put these boundaries up. I'm going to let go of toxic relationships. I'm going to let go of people who hurt me. I'm going to let go of all of this stuff. Like that it's hard for people to sit in. Right. And so that's where it's like, and I wish what I would say is like, it's going to suck, but then the outcome will be so much like you'll, you will be better for it. Right. You will be better for putting your energy into yourself for acknowledging those parts of you that don't feel good, that are hurting, that don't look good acknowledging that there's like things in our life that aren't working for us anymore people in our life that aren't working for us anymore and then we really strive to then be like now how do I put that energy back into myself in a way that's positive in a way that's healing in a way that takes me a like you know I can tease that out and really sit with myself in a new light like that is where self-awareness comes from that is the key I think that is how we do better and feel better and know ourselves more but it's uncomfortable like transformation magic tarot it's all very uncomfortable <laughs> and that's why I think we do do pretty things with it because it is uncomfortable so if I'm gonna be sad I want to be sad with some fucking peonies and a glass of wine <laughs> and a candle okay if I'm yeah. gonna be like eating my my feelings like I'm gonna make sure it looks good that I feel good that I'm in clothes that are comfortable I'm in an environment that's comfortable I feel safe I feel secure I can cry I can do what I need to do because it's hard you know none none of this is like an easy train but the benefits are so beneficial like the the way like I can stay with a hundred percent confidence of how my life has changed like how I don't take shit how I like have manifested so many beautiful things is because I sat through that shit. I still sit through that shit. I will continue to sit through that shit because I know what's on the other side of it too, right? And it's never like I sit through it and then I get better and then it's done. Like then it gets, you know, it's like, it's a constant back and forth for your, your whole process for however long. And so I think if you're having a lot of feelings and things feel really hard, sometimes it's, it's difficult to tap in and be like, I'm going to sit in this. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to trust yourself. So I was like talking about like trusting your intuition to be like, can I come out of this on the other side? Will I be able to stop crying? Will I be able to stop feeling sad? And it's like, you just have to believe like in, in the process and like believe but it's not always going to feel that way either that things change and move and grow and so will you mm. which is why i think ritual is so helpful because you're uh, like some a lot of the time with things that like make us so sad the universe is screaming is screaming at, at us yeah it's, it's screaming at me. um but just like the fact that like a lot of things especially like as you continue to grow up um like I don't know that a lot of people get practice in like how to let things go like yeah. 
we're taught like never, <laughs> never let anything go unless it's like taken from you or just like disappears. Especially with when you have abandonment issues. Yes, we both have <laughs> abandonment issues. So there's that. But so like this, these like what all of the things that you're saying, I'm like ritual is, would, is and would be such a wonderful tool to just like feel like there is something you can do and a place where you can like put all of this stuff. So it feels like a little bit less like your entire world is crumbling and there is nothing you can do about it. Cause that is like, I remember feeling that way as a kid and being like, I like, (laughs) what? Like there's to not have anywhere to like put that is really like traumatizing. And like, I, like I'm so excited that I like come across you and people like you because it is like such a wonderful form of like benevolent like leadership (laughs) in a way and not like leadership in a gross way either like we're like you're gonna tell me what to do you're like (laughs) it is so nice that um you know, you're like, these are tools and things that have like helped me throughout my life. And I want to be able to like afford people the same like ability and privilege to be like, you know, how to listen to yourself. Like you have your own intuitive teacher inside you. And I'm just like trying to coax you back in that direction. (laughs) Like that is the kind of like leadership and activism that is like really wonderful. And I think is going to like really change the world and like a really big huge way about being like hey like you take agency over your own healing but like also here's how to do it and not just say like you have agency over your own healing and piecing out yeah (laughs) being like hey use the elements like use uh your breath like use what what you feel in your gut and just being like these are reminders but like at the end of the day it they are things that like you have with you that can't be like taken away from you, which I think for a lot of people who have experienced trauma are a lot of people who just like have a lot of big feelings. Um, is yeah, like I, mean, I have a lot of big so feelings. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's me, babes. Like, yeah. Feelings. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow. Thank you so much for just being like, hey, yeah, I'm just here to remind you there is a place where you can put that. There is a way that you can like sit with that, that may be uncomfortable, but we can like make it feel a little bit less uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, okay. Light the candle. Nice. You can cry while the candle is burning. (laughs) And that feels a little bit more like, okay, at least the candle's going, you know, like. And I love, I love what you're saying. Like it is about, it's like your own, it's your own agency, but it doesn't mean you can't have, you know, care. Help. (laughs) Care and and space Mm -hmm. and yeah. Like I think that's what I provide people is a place to come to these conclusions on their own with some guidance and then I hold a lot of space for the things that come after too you know Mm. and I I (laughs) I think that that's I think that's a responsibility of people who do this work is to is to provide the space and care too right because tarot can be really mean 
and hard and say things you don't want to hear. And I think it's like the responsibility of the reader or healer to then be like, well, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not just gonna like peace. <laughs> okay, on to the next. No, I'm like, okay, like let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. think of things that feel, you know, these things don't feel good for you. My suggestions don't feel good. What does feel good for you? Because you know yourself the best. You know what works for you. I don't know. I'm just giving you what I you know what's coming up in my mind you know and it's also about caring and providing care for people providing space for people and allowing them to sit in front of you and unravel like I I think it's like such a crazy thing that I know like I am the the keeper of secrets <laughs> like I know everybody's secrets and and I care, I take that really, really, like not lightly. Like mm-hmm. I hold a lot of responsibility in that way, but I trust myself that I'm able to hold those for people. I don't hold them lightly, but I can hold them, you know? And I think if you can't hold them, then you shouldn't be doing this work. So I luckily have a lot of experience as a therapist, as a counselor, that was my career before I did all of this. Um, and so I think that taught me a lot and I'm happy that I still get to like, you know, when you have a session with me, it's it's like, it's not your average tarot reading. It's not the tarot reading that's like, okay, this is, this is gonna happen next and then this is gonna happen. It's like, it's like a therapy session. It's like, it's like tapping into, the blind spots it's tapping into your heart and your energy and you know it's also like <laughs> it's just a lot and so I yeah I don't know what I'm trying to say I just think I think that like I think it's like special when you have that relationship with someone but I also think it's special when you can have that relationship with yourself And that's kind of what ritual does. It holds space for you when someone else can't. When I'm not there to hold space for you in a reading, I hope that you can create that for yourself, right? And like that, that is how I find ritual healing is like when I was in my darkest moments, I felt some agency. I felt control over myself. And I also trusted that the universe was going to provide for me. I truly believe that you know, and I, and I, and I created my own space, my own comfort to be like, I'm going to hold myself now. I'm going to hold myself in these feelings. I'm going to give agency to myself. I'm going to take ownership over my healing. And I'm going to allow myself to be in this space where I'm holding myself. I think that that is, you know, that doesn't, that, that takes a lot of practice, (laughs) but I, I think I know, or I don't think I know it's possible for people to do that. And I think when you have tarot cards or you have, you know, an altar, you have magic set up, it is this medium, right? So it's not just putting the responsibility on you. Like you don't feel so alone. You feel like you're doing something bigger than you. So it also makes you feel comforted because it's like, I'm in this sad place and I'm not just sitting alone crying in my room. I'm doing something about it. I'm creating something beautiful. I'm holding space for myself. I'm holding this cup for my feelings. And 
when I have a lot of big feelings, I pour one glass of water and then I put four empty cups beside it. And I think all of, I, I want enough cups that my emotions can run over and, and not, they're contained, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, even things like that, like no one taught me that. That's just how I represent having big feelings, <laughs> you know? Or like, you know, like I want containers. I want things that are gonna hold me. And so you can also think outside the box into like, what is a symbol like it's like altars are all about symbols ritual is about symbols like you can draw symbols you can create symbols you can gather symbols from your home that you already have you can be out in a market and be like oh that's that's resonating with me and you create your own space to hold all those feelings to hold sadness to hold joy to hold abundance like that's kind of the funnest part you create what feels meaningful to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is the episode. <laughs> yeah. I think that was exactly it. That was it. Well. Hey. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Riz. And yeah. we'll put all of your, like, information and, like, your Patreon and everything in, like, the description and on our Instagram when the episode airs. So great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Hi. It's Carol. And Steve. And you've reached the Chunky Coyote Hotline. Obviously, we can't come to the phone right now, but you can catch us on Instagram at Chunky Coyote Pod. But while you're here, like and subscribe to the podcast. Also, tell them about the review thing. Oh my gosh. Carol wants you to write a review. That'd be really nice. Okay. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.